Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of the podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you want to know more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds related, please head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. Well, if you listened to last week's podcast, and if you haven't, I would encourage you to stop this one and go back and listen to that one first. Um, We had a group of ladies come in and talk about Valentine's Day. Uh, Of course, they got to speak before Valentine's Day. We're speaking after Valentine's Day. So if you're listening to this and you forgot about it, um, you know that saying, it's never too late? Well, it is. Uh, So we cannot help you with that. But we are going to talk about Valentine's Day. And I have uh, with us a special guest, first time here with us. Steve Garner is our Director of Facilities here at Crosswinds, an amazing man of God. Thanks, Steve, for being here with us. Oh, it's a real honor. <laughs> we have, of course, uh, two individuals who are who have been a part of the podcast. Uh, Ryan uh, Samuels, uh, you have been a part of several podcasts. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming back and being a part of this one. I'm glad to be back. And his wife, Vanessa, was a part of the last one. So I'm really looking forward to seeing sort of what I hear from I'm them. laying it all so, online. Okay. I asked them right to be here, honest. Right to be honest. And then we have with us Dave Wright. Dave, thank you so much for being back to the podcast. Hey, glad to be here. So I am going to start with a question that I was not planning on asking, but after the last podcast with the ladies, and by the way, I just have to say they did raise the bar. And so we're just going to have to, whatever happens here, happens here, right? But um, they talked about something that I I just personally, me, I would say me as a guy, but only if it's a guy thing, if not, it's just me. But they talked about sort of aspiring to that Valentine's Day where they had someone. And I sort of, when they said that, I... I I just was sort of blown away because I never thought that way. And, and so it was like I never aspired to Valentine's Day. Like I didn't think, wow, I can't wait until. But maybe that was just me. And I said, I have to ask the guys because I need to know if I'm the odd person out on that or if maybe as guys we don't aspire to Valentine's Day. It just happens to us. I don't aspire to it. Okay, so like you, I know. I you mean, growing up never like looked at and said someday. No. No, it was never something that I, I thought about on in my future. It's like I can't wait to spend that day. Although you'll find out later as to why that day is kind of slightly important in my life, but no, I didn't. At least growing up I didn't aspire to it. Dave? Nope. <laughs> it wasn't something that No. I, I look forward to the candy. That I would get. Yeah, I, always, I said I always – my brother and I always look forward to the fact that my mom and dad would always give us – and when I say mom and dad, I mean mom, and then dad's name was on it – would always give us chocolates. Yeah, you know? I mean and I look I forward thought, to This that. is cool, thanks. I look forward to that. Who doesn't I like chocolates? That, I'd get that at least once a year. Steve, did you aspire to it? Uh, not really, but I, I grew up in a boarding school out in Africa, and so that was kind of an event that we, as a whole school, would celebrate. So you were making valentines for everybody in your class or the three classes that you shared a teacher with, um, and uh, sometimes they'd do activities in the evenings or what have you that uh, might be guy-girl uh, related. Um 
I think probably the only time I may have aspired to it was when I was first becoming interested in uh, gals, right? Sure. Um, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I do think that ties into what we talked about in the last podcast with the ladies, because you talk about how the school, your boarding school, um, there was excitement, right? There, there was things they did leading up to it. There were yep. there were special events on that day. And one of the things that I caught as the ladies were talking about is like the culture um, really does target, I think, a lot of ways uh, women, right, with movies and so forth about the importance of Valentine's Day that I shared I didn't ever got from Rambo, which shows my era. But, you know, just, just, you know, the stuff I was watching and stuff didn't deal with the same topics that they were watching uh, at the same age. And so I wonder sometimes what, in, what, what impact culture has on, on, on this day. And what we in our in our own experience with it, you know, is it a positive experience or a negative experience? It was always positive with me. It was modeled by my dad, uh, with my mom, and certainly, you know, as as kids, we got it. And I remember in school, you give out Valentine's, and that was that was that was sort of cool. We did do that, but but I just never remember like looking forward to it. It wasn't a, a high point holiday until. Um, really, to be really honest with you, until I was in, um, romantically involved with my wife now, you know, as we were dating, even before that, it wasn't quite as important as it was with her, you know, it, it lessened in significance in my eyes, if you will. And so, you know, we, we were, we look at this and, and, and so there is perhaps a difference um, between the way we look at Valentine's and the way that that maybe um, some ladies do, and that doesn't mean that's true of all of us. Uh, it just seems to be something that's there. That, but I was interested. I said, I can't wait to ask the guys if they aspire to this. And so we're hearing not really. Steve's the closest, <laughs> but still not not really quite as much as as they as they uh, have gotten uh, that they shared with me. And so let me let me ask you this, Dave. I'll start with you. So when when you're married, right? So mm-hmm. so uh, what's Valentine's like now versus you know, growing up and not aspiring to it. Uh, I still don't. Uh, <laughs> like to be honest, I I'm just I'm not a fan of the holiday. Um, but I I usually succumb and get something for my wife. Uh, she doesn't really care either. Is the is the good news there? I'm not like leaving her <laughs> wanting. Uh, I hope, anyways. But um, I usually give in and get you know a card and some flowers. Um, something like that, but no, I don't. I don't play the game, if you will, of the holiday. I'd rather just surprise her with flowers some other time. Sure. Uh, actually, you mean yeah, rather than an expected time. Yeah, yeah. an unexpected time. Yes, well, that's good. That's good. And I, I think you know that 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 really does for another whole podcast, maybe for guys out there to say Valentine's for most is expected. Mm-hmm. You you also should have unexpected times where you're doing this as well. That that if you yes. you can't you shouldn't be able to you can't say you can say it, but it doesn't work. If like six months from now they say, man, you you haven't really shown any type of appreciation for me, and you said, hey, six months ago on Valentine's Day I got you a card and flowers, mm-hmm. right, guys? I mean, we would say that probably isn't a secret to a, a, a great marriage or a great relationship. Mm-hmm. We all in agreement on that? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So, Ryan, we'll jump over to you. So, Valentine's Day today. Yeah. Our, I mean, <clears throat> so. But you're right. Your story ties a little differently. Yeah, mine's a little different just because, like, a very cliche, but in a way that it was unex- 
in the way that Valentine's Day is expected every year, it was unexpected in the fact that Valentine's Day is when I proposed to Vanessa. So Valentine's Day now has become – it's not – sure, yes, in culture's world, it's Valentine's Day. But it's also more so for Vanessa and I, it's the day that, you know, we decided to say yes to each other to for the rest of our lives. You know, hopefully we didn't get married that day, but um, – you know, it was it was a day we we <clears throat> went out to Indianapolis and, you know, had a really nice, you know, date. And we, you know, ate a really expensive restaurant that I had to call my mom halfway through because I ran out of money and I didn't know it was going to be. That's a my Valentine. favorite part of the story. I didn't know it was going to be a Valentine's Day menu, but every all the prices were cranked up. But, uh, yeah, I remember we <clears throat> we did that. It was freezing outside. We went to the mall. Um, and the whole time I just had the ring in my sock the whole time. So, um but, you know, it. I took a long did, time. Did it go smooth? No, it didn't at all. <laughs> um, the people who I wanted to take pictures of it at the moment, they were not in the right spot. So I, like, had to make – tried to make sure that they were in the right spot. They weren't. And so just kind of out of – Vanessa was getting cold. So she, she was start, cooperative, right? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. Vanessa started to walk away because she got too cold. And I said, no, just come back. And so I did it in a hurry. I just got down. I was like, I just want you to marry me. Please. So she said yes. But anyways, they weren't there to take the pictures. Eventually they got there. So we reenacted the whole proposal. Was the reenactment smoother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was storybook in the reenactment. So all the pictures you'd see on you know Facebook or online, those are all reenactments. Did she fake photos. excitement and everything? Yep. Everything. Everything was, was fake just because, you know, we had planned this whole time. But so, so it's, it was all – the pictures are all fake that you're seeing. But now, you know – Six years down the line, seven years down the line, um, Valentine's Day is more so just a day that we take time to, you know, appreciate one another. And it's more so just a date night. You know, we order – we don't go out to eat anymore. I mean, we order out from somewhere. And we come home. We'd much rather watch like a really awesome show on Netflix or something and then that's what we do. And then we have a nice dessert. So that's what we do. Ryan, is it a really awesome show or does she pick it and you no, watch No, we it? watch Vikings. Do or, you? Or Last Kingdom. No, we watch really good shows. Um, so we watch really pretty cool shows. That's, that's, I'm fortunate that she likes those types of shows. But uh, yeah, so Valentine's Day isn't... isn't we watch Vikings. Yeah. It's more so just a really calm evening. Nothing nothing crazy fancy. We used to, I guess, at, the, at our early... Early times in our relationship, like, let's go out to eat. Because everyone else was doing sure, that with their significant sure. other. But now that we're older, it's just the time to to more intentionally spend. It's a, it's a it's a culture's way of saying, hey, spend some time with your spouse today. Or, you know, but we. Yeah, I know. pointed out to the in the last podcast because I, you know, being a history buff, I, I just I'm curious about these things. So looking up the history of, of Valentine's Day. And for those of you, again, out there who say that big card uh, companies came up with it, it did not. Uh, it's been around, uh, possibly, it, it was inspired by a Roman festival from ancient times, but certainly by the 14th century, it was something that was very common within the Western world, Valentine's Day. Um, a lot of it probably ties back to um, some martyrs, some Christian martyrs and some of their stories. And then about the third century, one of the popes uh, outlawed the, the Roman festival, but for obvious reasons, if you look into that Roman festival, don't do it, but uh, but said, hey, we're going to replace it with St. Valentine's Day. So it's not... It's not it's not as much as we may think that the car companies certainly monopolize on it. Um, they didn't come up with it. Steve, how about you? What's Valentine's like now today for you? Well, it's a, a good excuse to go out for a great meal. Um, but uh, I guess we'd have to say that we have Valentine's Day every month at some point, right? I mean, 
we all enjoy a good meal. Um, but it is one of those times that uh, we just acknowledge um, uh, that relationship and, and all. It's like uh, we often will say, you know, we're going to set aside Sunday morning to worship. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we have to only worship on Sunday morning. We better not, right? Right. <laughs> right? And uh, so it's in that same vein, I think. It's just an, a time that we want to make sure that the entire community knows this is really important. That's good. Right. Um, having these types of uh, long-term meaningful relationships really – we ought to be aspiring to those and uh, doing our best. Now, Vicki actually does not care for flowers. Um, both of us are a little bit uh, allergic to strong scents. And uh, so in that respect, um, it's just like me being allergic to lobster. It's a really great reason to not have to ever pay for <laughs> lobster, right? <laughs> so in that respect um, – uh, but when we when I do send Vicky flowers, um, so when she just started her new job, I had some flowers uh, sent to her office from the lower floor because their office is uh, just above Stella's flowers. Oh, that's awesome. Um, the only thing I really ever send her are three roses, three red roses with some baby's breath. Mm -hmm. um, because that represents um, the relationship that we have together in God. That's great. And so it's just that uh, trio of flowers. That's really the only thing I ever get her. And it's for that meaning, really. And uh, so every once in a while, uh, but it's almost never, ever for Valentine's Day. My wife uh, likes flowers, but she prefers uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. There you so, go. Which is always nice because she usually goes, well, why don't you have one? Oh, that's great. I will. <laughs> All right. Let me let me let me sort of uh, turn this a little bit. And so one of the things I brought up to the ladies was as I was as I was preparing for the podcast, both these podcasts, uh, my mind went to uh, James one twenty seven, you know, where it talks about pure religion, uh, caring for the widows, orphans, and so forth. And I was thinking about, you know, just God's love for us and especially in talking with them, because you know, if if you're not really aspiring to Valentine's Day, then Growing up, if you didn't have a significant other on Valentine's Day, it didn't mean much, right? Like for me, even in high school, if it was Valentine's Day where I didn't have someone to get something for, per se, I just figured I was saving money. Um, and so it wasn't it wasn't that type of thing. I, I realized in listening to their podcast, it's different. Uh, it can be different if, if you feel like you're being left out. Mm. Um, and And as I think about you know, just as brothers in Christ, you know, and having brothers and sisters in our church family and so forth, and thinking about those widows, orphans, and so forth. Uh, just, just, it's also, Valentine's Day is an opportunity, obviously, for me to express love to my wife, but it's also a time for me to be remembering those around me who maybe just don't feel loved and, and have an opportunity. Um, one of the ladies in the last podcast talked about how she has a habit of just um, on Valentine's Day, sending out special notes to those who she works with and friends and so forth, which I thought that's just such a powerful thing to do. And um, how how uh, what an opportunity it is for us to be mindful of those around us who may feel alone and just do something special to let them know they're not. Mm -hmm. uh, have you guys thought about that? Is that something you do? Is it it's something that you go, okay, Craig, you're over spiritual night, it's Valentine's Day now. Where, where, where do you come from? Ryan, I'll start with you. 
Well, it's funny you say that because <clears throat> growing up, after once third grade hit, my it was me and my mom. Sure. A single mom, um, kind of, you know, we moved around a lot. We, you know, so she was most of the time not with a significant other on Valentine's Day, which probably lends itself to being as to why I never aspired to it because it was just Didn't see it. We, yeah, didn't see it, just kind of skipped over it. But I do remember a specific time in high school where I had a lot of friends that just happened to be female. They're, you know, other than that, it was it. They were all single, whatever. Well, one Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving, one Valentine's Day. Well, Thanksgiving. Well, there's one we do aspire to. Yeah. Okay. One Valentine's Day, I did get them all of one flower, and I gave it to them. And I specifically remember there was only one lady, one woman, <laughs> one girl who did not accept that flower. This was brought me. up in the last podcast. <laughs> she did not accept the flower from me, and it was my wife to this day. She did not accept that flower from me. So I got a, I got a flower for every single one of my close, close friends. We were really close. We had a close group of friends in high school who were all girls, and it was me and another guy. I got them all one flower, and the only one that didn't accept it was Vanessa. She did not accept that flower. And to this day, I, I, let, I will not let her live that down. I'm like, how? I'm like, you liked me. You're the only one in that group that liked me besides one other girl. But you're the only one. You didn't accept it. So I just threw it away. So, so no, uh, I did do that once, and the person I really wanted to accept the flower did not accept the flower. <laughs> but, but I did. I do remember now, though. A couple of years later, a couple of the still being friends with them, they said, you know, they really appreciated that on that day because sure. you know they also were in families where it was a single mom. Wow. So you know, wasn't anything romantic. It was just more of like a gesture, like, hey, you know, <clears throat> I appreciate you as someone who had we've traversed high school together over the past four years. So, Yeah, I, I just think of people, you know, in our own church family who have had loss. Maybe maybe it's recent, right, and of loved ones, and just um, what, how difficult it must be, you know, for them on this day, you know, to, to have, maybe for, I'm thinking of one, it'll be the first Valentine's Day who he will be a part of um, without his significant other, without his wife, for, for many, many, many years. I mean, they were married for... for, for uh, for decades, and and so you know, it just it just makes me think about that mm-hmm. a little bit. How about you, Dave? That idea of broadening it does it make it any more appealing to you, or no? Or uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, <laughs> I guess <laughs> I have done that with my daughter. Oh, sure. I've, yeah. You know, on Valentine's Day, I've gotten her like a, a single rose or something, or some candy. But I've never. I guess I didn't grow up with it. I guess I, well, we got some candy as kids. On Valentine's Day, but I never thought about that as a parent. <laughs> I guess I've never really – I haven't done much of that with my kids besides giving my daughter something here and there. But maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Like we get my, – my mother-in-law sends cards to the grandkids, to my kids on Valentine's Day, you know, which, with some candy or whatever and, or five bucks or something. But sure. I don't know. I guess I never – I thought that's something grandparents do. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, well, if they're doing it, hey, why not? Why not? How about you, Steve? Uh, two things. Uh, first, um, I remember my mom telling a story of a situation before I was born. They were at a field conference in West Africa. and As missionaries. As missionaries. And uh, the notion came up of single lady missionaries needing help. Um and needing companionship and stuff like that. And somebody 
um, some male missionary um, basically got up and said, uh, I can't be having single lady missionaries in my house because the Africans are going to believe I've got two wives. Oh, okay, sure. Right? So it was a cultural thing. Well, that really incensed my mom. And after that conference, she told my dad, she didn't ask my dad, she told my dad, Andy, we are having every single lady missionary over that is anywhere near us for any major event like wow. Christmas, Easter, anything where they are so alone uh, and they just need that companionship, you know. And so I grew up um, with many different single lady missionaries in my house for all of these big events that are family events. Um, and unbeknownst to all of us, um, uh, mom and dad were preparing dad's second wife for our family. And when mom passed away, she recommended that if my dad ever needed to get married again, he ought to uh, have Kareen Horn um, uh, and ask her to marry him. Because she was one of those single lady missionaries who mom and dad had ministered to. And it was like a match made in heaven. Hmm. So you just never know some of the benefit that there might be. I mean, she knew my parents before I did. Yeah, okay. Right? Um, and so she had a lot of the same history, a lot of the same. She was in the pictures, right? <laughs> There's a picture that um, Corrine has with mom and dad. And and we all kind of joke that uh, it's Andy and his two wives. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, playing back to the original sure, conversation. Sure, sure. Um, but a little closer to home right now um, is – There are single ladies and single men, yes. right? Yes. That are simply very lonely. Yes. And they may not be close to their parents. They might be in a state far removed. Um, and I think it would really, I love this idea, Craig. I think we ought to encourage married couples to, in some ways, adopt a single, right? Um, I think we need to consider that, you know, to actually not just for those that are widows, right? Because widows often still have family. Yeah, it's true. Right? That will care for them. Yeah. Um, but it's often those that have become unintentionally widowed, so yes. to speak, yes. right? And uh, so I love that idea. Yeah, I just I, I just think, you know, um, again, not, not to take a holiday that's based around romantic uh, love and, and, and try to over-spiritualize it. But I just think it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity um, for us to remind people, not only that they're loved by God, uh, but as a church, uh, to, to d demonstrate that love. You know, we're reflections of the love of God. And there's something about when we receive love from one another, it just is a piece of that picture of, of God's profound love for us. And so, yeah, I, I would encourage everyone out there to, to just consider that, consider that. And, and, and maybe, you know, for me, and again, you know, it's just praying and saying, God, give me some eyes to see, uh, just to, to become aware uh, of, of those around me. 
uh, in that in that situation. Uh, but uh, you know, as as I said to, to at the beginning to those guys out there, you're listening to this. If you're a guy and you didn't do anything for Valentine's Day, it's too late. Um, hopefully, you can plan for next year. Uh, I think that's probably probably a good idea. Uh, I don't know how to get you out of the out of the hole if you're if you're if you didn't, but. Uh, um, yeah, we'll just send our prayers your way. Uh, but to sort of wrap up our time together, let's go around and, and uh, share sort of a final thought, if you will, uh, of sort of this Valentine's podcast. And uh, Steve, I know you just shared, but we'll start with you. What would be your word to those who are listening? Uh, well, I've, I've done some serious ideas, um, but... Being playful, I think, is a huge deal for uh, romantic uh, love situations. Um, one of the things that uh, I still remember very fondly was uh, Vicky and I had just started getting interested in each other, and I came down with malaria, oh, which you could still do um, after the fact of being in Africa. And I was just terribly sick. Um, and uh, so anyways... She actually dropped off a little care package and it had a little stuffed bear and some of those little heart candies that say kiss me or love you or all these little things. And uh, I was such a conservative young kid from <laughs> Africa that to have a girl give me a candy that says kiss me, right? It was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, and so it's kind of in Africa, huh? No, but um, I, I would say uh, leaving a trail of those throughout the house or something like that. Sure, just, sure. Just fun. You sure. Know? And uh, so there's, I, the more I think you can just enjoy one another's company and uh, relax about it, enjoy it, and do it at least once a month for heaven's sakes. Yeah, don't wait once a year. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, not so. good away once a year. Dave, how about you? Final word to the people out there. Well, that was what I was, I think, going to say was if you're only uh, giving your significant other something like that on Valentine's Day, um, like, you know, do it more often. Like, that's not enough. Um, and, yeah, that was the main thing I think I was no, going to say. That's good. I think it's and you, you can really do it when it's not – yeah, Valentine's I've really Day. taken that from you know what you were, even at the beginning what you were saying is what what a great reminder for us that you know Valentine's Day is sort of an expected by some, um, but the unexpected times need to happen more often because <laughs> once a year isn't enough. That's good, Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. I think, <clears throat> I mean, those are that, those are great ones. I don't know if I if I had to come up with something, I guess more you know on a different note is I do love the thought of doing I. It's root. I tried it in high school and it might not have worked out. It might have been a weird way that I did it. But like I do think of the way of, you know, showing appreciation or just letting other people know during that time. I know my family's not great at it. My, you know, I don't have uh, grandparents anymore necessarily to give me anything. But what I can say is on uh, my wife's side of the family, her grandparents do a great job at every holiday, they'll get somebody something. Um, and so just the thought of doing something for somebody else in the, on holidays or Valentine's day or whatever it is, you know, I always find that people get so closed off on like Valentine's day. It's a, you know, don't talk to me. Don't text me. I'm hanging out with my wife or I'm hanging out with my significant other and I'm going on a date. So don't even talk to me. But like at the end of the day there, I have most of my friends, um, 
that I know from high school or even from college are single and they're just I'm sure Valentine's Day is not an amazing time for them to scroll social media or hmm. you know whatever where they're just seeing every post is oh my goodness my significant other got me all this stuff and yada yada, yada. and sometimes even I guess for a husband being like well I didn't get Vanessa 13 dozen roses and rose petals everywhere and all that sometimes it can lend itself to being un unnecessarily a competition between I guess that so um just in the thought of you know do it the way you want to do it yeah I mean you know uh you know your significant other probably better than most people and so do what you think would be the best for them and so if that's not getting them flowers it's not getting them flowers if it's not you know doing it on Valentine's Day then you know I, I love the ideas of doing it once a month you know we try to do at least a date a month so you know those are all really really great ideas but i don't know text your mama text your grandma text your dad text your you know whoever just let them know that they're loved and appreciated so yeah i I think i'd I'd echo what you say you know i got a few things i was just thinking and the first is um you know don't allow don't allow yourself to be pulled into the commercialism Mm -hmm. of, of valentine's day you know i mean uh to piggyback on what steve was saying you know be playful you know there's some things that you can do that aren't going to cost a lot of money and at the end of the day, you know, the greatest gift, especially I think of married couples, right? If you're not in a place to be a part of the competition, which you shouldn't be anyway, uh, don't be. You know, you, you don't, don't, don't feel like you have to spend a ton of money. What the importance is is letting that significant other know that you care mm-hmm. uh, and, and that, that that's the health in that whole reminder. Um, I do think of a song of songs, you know, three, four, it says, you know, I have found the one who my soul loves. And I think it's just, it, love is a gift, um, whether it be romantic love or any love. And so when it comes to romantic love, it seems to make sense to me that you would want to do something, you know, whether it's Valentine's Day or, you know, throughout the year, you're yeah. hopefully doing something just to say, this just matters. It's a gift from God. It's something we cherish. And by the way, I cherish you type of thing. Yeah. And then broadly speaking, we've already talked about, you know, may it just be a reminder of just those around us who don't feel loved and, and what an opportunity we have uh, to be able to reflect that love to them. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of adopting, you know, singles or or as a family or, or however else it is that God leads to you. Maybe it, maybe it's a neighbor who uh, you know is alone. And it's just something you can do to just encourage them. May, may, this, may this holiday that's centered around love uh be broadened a little bit mm-hmm. uh, to be love romantic and all others to say, you know, I value you and and you are valued and, and how important that really is. Yeah. But guys, thanks for, for being a part of this podcast. Uh, it's been, it's been neat to, to hear just the different perspectives and not feel alone as one who hasn't really <laughs> aspired to it. I, I was wondering, is that just a me thing or is it more of a, more of an issue of sort of our culture and who they target on Valentine's day, yeah. um, which would be another whole podcast, right? Yeah. But uh, for now, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, what is a joy to, to be able to put out this podcast. And I, I appreciate the time that you invest by listening to it. Remember to check out crosswinds.church. That's where you'll find out all things about this podcast. And of course, Crosswinds Church. But for now, as always, be blessed and bless others.